Hello and welcome to Hope with Danny. It's our podcast that I'm your host for, Danny Daniel, and this episode will be dedicated to my personal journey and information on Hope with Danny. We'll dive deeper into our mission and vision for the podcast, and we'll be leaving you with some key hopeful tips. So let's get started. Hope with Danny podcast is mainly designed to bring you hope and inspire you in your daily lives each and every day. Our mission and vision is very clear and strives to keep you hopeful through our featured episodes. So, with that being said, Hope with Danny, Mission and Vision is also listed on our About page on our website, hopewithdanny.com. But I'll go ahead and let you uh, in on some secrets of how we got started and my personal journey. Our mission is to inspire our listeners with compelling, real guest stories that will be hopeful, informative, and possess a long-lasting impact. Our vision is more of our goal for this year, which is to reach people around the world who could take away hope from our featured guest stories, each and every one that we produce next year. Uh, you know, I believe everybody has a purpose in life, and uh, I do too, uh, and even a calling. The problem is trying to discover what that purpose and calling is. Well, this is my calling, to do this show that has been tried three or four times in different radio uh, and podcasts. But we have uh, decided to make it work this time because I'm not trying to make a fortune out of it. I want to help people with it. I want to give them hope. Some important dates that you might want to know about, we haven't been doing this for the last three years or so. As a matter of fact, we hardly have been broadcasting for three months. On September the 22nd, our website was created this year. On October the 1st, our podcast was produced, the first one. And on October the 26th, our social media was created. Now... As far as our growth goes, we have gained more followers, listeners, and viewers within a month and a half than probably a lot of podcasts take a year to do. That's pretty impressive, I think. We have amazing guests and hope stories who are now proud supporters and excited for this journey with us. Please know that our podcast is created to encourage our listeners, and we do not provide any episodes that are based on that old word, politics or religion. We stay away from that. These are encouraging American stories, not just local, but they're American stories with a variety of guests and episodes. Uh, this podcast is scheduled to last about 30 minutes. Sometimes we go over and sometimes a little bit less. But they're always intended and searched and researched to be pretty powerful. And you can check these episodes on our website, again, hopewithdanny.com. Or you can subscribe to our podcast and listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many, many more. You can also access the podcast anywhere, anytime by using your mobile device. All you have to do is search Hope with Danny Podcast, and you'll begin to see our hope across the channels. By search, I mean that you can go on your smartphone to the podcasting app for Apple or Google Podcasting app or Android, all of them and type in Hope with Danny. It's as simple as that. Hit that subscribe button. It'll make it easier to access in the future. We're also on all social platforms, such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and we're beginning our Hope with Danny, the YouTube channel, this year. So that's very exciting for us, and I hope it's beneficial to you. For more information, you can go to Hope with Danny, as I said before, or check us out on social media. Our at name is at Hope with Danny. Go follow us. Now... We'll transition a little bit into wondering why in the world would a guy like me want to do a show like this. 
Well, we made it possible, and I'll tell you how. I have an incredible, talented team behind me. If you don't have somebody behind you, you probably won't have anybody in front of you because these folks uh, share the same passion for this podcast as I do. We want to recognize our amazing recording studios, Vega Studios, and our recording teams, Clay Henson and Charles Garland. They paid me a lot to tell you that. And to carry the greatest uh, content that's not only based on my vision, but alongside me, my main producer is Daniel DeHolt. I also want to give credit to our website and social media marketing coordinator, Jessie Smith. Without her, I really would be in trouble. So we're thankful our team is going to carry us to the top. We really only have vision for being the best in this type of a category for podcasts. I want to give you guys credit and thank all of you for your part with Hope with Danny. As your host, I appreciate the passion all of you have spread hope and vision throughout the world. Thank you again. Now let's look at a little bit more about uh, me and my background and uh, my journey, if you will. It's a story, and I'll only give you a thumbnail part of it, but it's interesting, I think. I have three priorities in my life, the way that I see hope. So you may ask, how can you have three first priorities? Well, we're going to try and relate this to you. Okay, God is first. All right, that's the first first that I've got in my belief about life. God gave me the opportunity to discover him when I was like 12 years old in the First Presbyterian Church. It was downtown at that point in time. And I found Jesus. I was, uh, whatever you call, anointed with a little sprinkle of water on the top of my head. And I discovered a man called Peter. Peter Marshall is my greatest mentor besides my dad and maybe uh, John Kennedy. Then another thing about God. In the little country church, Boggs Chapel, out off Jefferson Road, the pastor there was Jerry Varnado, and his wonderful wife was the music leader, Beverly Varnado. Well, learned a lot from Jerry, and he's a great friend now. I, along with about 20, 18 or 20 other people, took the calling to come down to the altar. You know, if you can put an altar in a church, I think you got it made because it's personal, it's private. It allows you the opportunity to get straight to God, I think, in the best of all ways. But at that time, I re-upped my belief in God and Jesus as my Savior, and I'll never, ever forget it, and I thank Jerry for that. The second first is my family. You're going to see why I call these all of these first, because they're all important to me. Well, I now have a miracle in my wife, because she comes in my restaurant, the Red Lion Pub, with her cousin. I look over at that young lady, only about 20 years old, about 28, and I said, that's going to be my wife. And you talk about fate, how that's the only time she came in there before then. And uh, they were even supposed to go to the Red Lobster restaurant. So anyway, that's how I met my wife. And we've been married 43 years. So we had three sons. Uh, 1980, when Herschel Walker was in town, we decided to move up to Athens uh, and see if we could reestablish ourselves from Augusta. Unfortunately, uh, I had to give up my restaurant, sell it, and give up my political career. I was a maybe one of the youngest uh, representatives to ever be elected, and I served four years. Gave all that up and came to Athens because I thought that was another one of my callings. Uh, that's all debatable, but we've had a great life here uh, for the last 30 years. 
My son, Trey, was born in 1980, and uh, he was a great little soccer player, got a scholarship to go to North Georgia College. And here's another fate in our lives. How would you pick one weekend to go to Clayton, Georgia, and put yourself available, you might say, to meet a little girl that you knew 14 years ago when she was at North Georgia College and end up getting married? The neat thing about that, or one of them, is that my mother always wanted me to be a preacher. So I didn't ever do that because I didn't feel qualified. But Trey knew that. My son, he said, Dad, will you marry us? I said, how am I going to do that? Well, I got online, and for like $100 or something like that, I became an ordained minister, and I actually performed their wedding. Since that time, uh, he took with him, because she'd been married before, a little Katie that I absolutely adore. And then they had little Doreen about a year and a half ago. So they've got a complete family. She is a teacher. He is a PE director at Eastside Elementary. My second son is Taylor. And Taylor, do any of y'all know what a prodigal son is? Well, look it up in the Bible. It's really an interesting thing. My dad was a prodigal son because he was the middle child and got wayfared and then came back. So what he does, he finds this little girl in a pub somewhere and he marries her, and they had their little uh, fella. His name is Jackson. Her name is Lauren, the 2nd of December. Christmas baby that we're so proud of and so happy about. All right, the third one is Ty, and uh, he was a soccer scholarship, a great little football player, and got a soccer scholarship to uh, App State. And he came home after that event and said, Dad, I, I, I know what I want to do in life. I said, okay, son, that's great. What do you want to do? I want to be a mechanic. Well, my mouth dropped when I took all that money and paid for him to go to all the schools, Athens Academy, for like four to six years, all this stuff. And, and there's nothing wrong with being a mechanic. I don't mean that in any way negative. But I said, Ty, I think you can do a little more than that. So I said, I'll make you an offer. You go up to UNC Charlotte, which is the best engineering, mechanical engineering school in the South, maybe all over. Check it out for a day or two, and then you come back and tell me what you want to do. Thank the Lord. He came back and said he wanted to get a mechanical engineering degree at UNC. So then he proceeds to go to Detroit and work on engines. Then he goes to NASCAR for two and a half years. And to this day, I don't get attracted except for the ring he gave me when his car won the Daytona 500 in uh, 2017. Great kid. He's back in Athens. He's got a shop set up on the side of my property and he uh didn't start out in the basement he started out in his shop over there and he's going to do extremely well uh, rebuilding engines for people all right so the question you might ask is why is family so important to me now that you know about my family i can tell you we have certain events that we do every year one is we go to the beach with my wife's 40 relatives i'm not kidding you been doing it 30 years 40 relatives, and I'm the black sheep, so I have to really be nice down there. But it's wonderful in St. Augustine. Number two, we go on a ski trip, and that's worked out well. It's a limited family, except for either last year or the year before uh, when I was skiing down a hill, and I see this sign, slow down. I said, I'm going to hit that sign. And you know what? I did hit that sign, and I wound up in the, in the trees. And that was bad enough and embarrassing enough for all of us except the fact that the first guy looked over at me that came by and said, can I help you, sir? Well, I guess I would like to be helped out of the trees. Well, I would help you, but I've got a dinner engagement. And he skied on down the hill. That was just terrific. So they had everybody out like a, a ski patrol trying to find me and because everybody had come off the hill. And they came by and they said, we'll help you down the hill. 
And I got down there, and I was just distraught. And I tried to find my condo. I didn't remember where it was. And so I go over to the first bus, and he said, Are you Danny Daniel? That man has never met me. And I said, Yes. He said, Over the speakerphone, we got him. We found him. Well, that was embarrassing, too. But anyway, it's a good little tale. We've all got memories that we need to talk about. And uh, the other, other thing is the lake. I am infatuated with the lake. My dad had a, a boat dock business that he built boat docks, and my uncle had a boat business, so they worked out real well together. We used to go to the lake all the time as kids, and I grew up on the lake that way. But that was Lake Lanier, and that was Lake Hartwell. We found our roots as young people in Lake Rayburn and Lake Burton, and that, that's my love. You can plant me up there, you can take me up there, and I'll be happy any time. So we got to get to the third one here. And that's helping people. I believe with all my heart and mind that helping and being a light for others is also a first. For 22 years, I did what I said I would never do, and that's sell long-term care insurance. If you don't know what that is, it's helping people not use all their assets. It's helping people not burden their family members. And it's helping people to be assured that they'll get quality care should they need long-term care. I sold hundreds and hundreds of policies, and I still have a lot of them on the books And that was my story uh, for 22 years. I still sell it. If any of y'all looking for anything like that, I can help you out. So that that was my help of other people, I guess, to a certain extent. We all, as I said before, have a purpose in life. My main purpose in life was my family. My family, except for God, number two means more to me than anything in the world. And I've tried to strive and provide for them and go places with them and go to their soccer games and all that sort of thing to prove it out we got to remember that helping others is what we're all put here for. Think about that in your daily lives. So our message here today is to make your life better. We want to encourage you. We want to make you go out and do some things that will help other people. And we want to lift you up out of anxiety, out of depression. We all kind of have gotten there in 220 to make this year, 2021, the very best year you've ever had in your life. Remember that if you help somebody else, it helps you. Like if you're shut in, get on the phone, call somebody you had not talked to in a long time, uh, your relatives and friends and otherwise, FaceTime them, whatever you need to do. That FaceTime is the best thing that I don't know how to do, but my assistant does. You can actually look on the phone, and there they are. Well, let's get to the beginnings of uh, Danny's uh, hope journey. I uh, feel like that the big parts of my personal life have been woven into where I got here. Where did I come from? Well, one place I came from was a miracle. I believe in prayer, and I believe in miracles. And this miracle is that my wife and I were going down to nephew's uh, wedding in South Georgia somewhere, but I had to go to the doctor because I was having a physical. The doctor that did the physical for me, Dr. Mark Firth, looked at the outcomes of my blood work, and the white blood count was just off the, off the charts. So he said, I'm going to have to send you to a specialist to figure this out. Well, that specialist was called an oncologist. I said, what does that mean? Well, when I got out there and everybody had problems with cancer, I said, oh, boy, we're in trouble now. So he did a little research on me, took some blood work, and said, Danny, I'm sorry to tell you this, but you've got a condition that is very serious. and <laughs> You may not make it, but we're going to try to get you out west and take Mandy out there, too, to, to get you well. I mean, Doctors are supposed to be a little more positive than that, but he, he really wasn't. He said, I'll tell you what, I'll know 
the results of the blood work uh, in about three days. Well, that would mean that I go to that wedding and I have to be depressed. No way. Not when you're a positive, optimistic person. And that's in my DNA that I told my wife's doctor sister, I said, I don't care what anybody says. I'm going to have fun. I love weddings. I love to dance at weddings, you know, so I didn't care about that. But I also had already previously told my doctor friend, Dr. Mike Powell, look, if you find out anything about this, because I gave him permission to have the blood work results, call me and tell me what's going on. Good, bad, ugly. Well, he never called me. So what do I think? I'm going to die or something like that. I get back to Athens and I call him and I said, Mike, what's going on? He said, well, Danny, I didn't want to call you. I didn't want to upset you. Upset me. I'm, I, was, I, I wasn't going to get upset. I was going to dance. And he said, well, they did the blood work and you're just fine. You've got leukemia, but it's the kind that you can control. I've never taken any pills or anything for it in 20 years, and I've still got it under control. So that's my miracle story, or one of them at least. And I've got others. We don't have time to talk about them. Here are some hopeful tips from me, your host, that can carry you through this new year, 2021. Gosh, can you believe that? The first one is if you get up every morning with a positive attitude, you've got a real good chance of keeping that when you go to bed. The second is live for each day and be your best. Then I do believe in prayer. I said that earlier. And uh, I believe each one of us has a purpose. Sometimes it takes a long time to find that purpose, but keep seeking it. Just keep seeking it. And do the best you can until you find it, even if you don't ever find it. Those are my hopeful tips. We're going to have a lot of t hopeful tips next year from other people that also are in, in our episodes. So look forward to those. And if you can pick up a few of them and live by them, great. We're going to give them to you anyway. <laughs> Let me tell you a little bit more about my journey, okay? I believe in prayer, as I said before. I believe in prayer because if you'll humble yourself and buy yourself a new pair of knee pads every other month so that you can get out on your knees and ask for that. You don't have to get on your knees, by the way. Most of you know that. But I believe that each one of us has a purpose. I've already told you that as well. Therefore, I want all of our supporters, listeners, and viewers to benefit from my hope story and all of our hope stories that have been featured on our Hope with Danny podcast and also episodes that are to come. So if you think this stuff is good, wait until 2021. It's going to get better. I've benefited from having the Hope with Danny team and keeping my hope journey going and keep it up to date. Okay, I was in radio at WGU. I had a, for four straight years, every Saturday I would go into the studio, which you don't have to do anymore, and uh, give my thoughts and interviews with Vince Dooley, Mark Rick, a lot of other people. And uh, I would try to inspire seniors. Uh, and since now I'm one of them, uh, it, was, it was a good opportunity. Then I've been through at least three different swaps, if you will, at building a, a, a podcast. When I finally figured out that the difference was and what's going to make this successful is that I did it to help people. It wasn't to make money. It wasn't to gain notoriety. It wasn't to be anything but an opportunity to help people. And we have reached everyone, I think, in that manner with our, our podcast. Let me tell you about a couple of our episodes that have made a huge difference. Oh, and by the way, you want to make a difference in other people's lives and in your life. Then you can do that with the powerful stories that we've had. We had episode three that you can check out on our website or podcast, Making a Huge Difference, where we featured Dr. Clay Louder's hope story that really was a tragedy as well. Uh, he's a doctor in South Carolina, and they built that dream house. I mean, I've seen pictures of it. It had columns and everything. It's just a beautiful home. 
only to see when they finished it, it burned down to the ground. You think that set him aside? You think that got him distraught and distressed? No, he's back on the horse again, and uh, he has written a book called Winter's Travels that you need to get. Great story. You let your house burn down, but it doesn't deter you, and you get up again, and you do something for other people. That's all he does with his patients. When they come in there, you can guarantee that he's going to be giving them some insight and helping them. All right, another powerful episode is episode two, Nothing Short of a Miracle. And this featured Tommy Townsend's hope story of fighting through addiction that changed his life over his recovery and what he's doing now. He is a Episcopal priest on the coast, helping people every day. It's all about helping people and doing very well. Lastly, we had an incredible feature story on episode four where our special guest, Ryan Grilecki, spoke about his 11-year-old son's journey of hope when at birth his son was classified as having only 2% brain. He is now living happy, normal, and a wonderful life to the fullest. So that's another miracle. We want to bring you those type stories all the time. These are stories that you can't find anywhere else. Now, again, you can go listen to them, as I said, three or four times here. A little promo for us at Hope with Danny. And you can subscribe at the same time. Again, you can listen to Hope with Danny on our many apps. And now, I didn't even know what an app was before, but uh, it'll keep you informed and to continue on our journey with us. As your host, Danny Daniel, and on behalf of the Hope with Danny team, we wish to bring you joy and so much more hope in 2021.